Today, we're going to talk about wedding health and fitness goals, how to actually set yourself up for healthy success, and most importantly, how to manage your expectations. And I'm back. I feel like I'm back like I've never been back before. And I hardly know where to begin, but I want to start off by saying hi. Um, Thank you guys for hanging with me while we took some time to go on our honeymoon um, and get resettled back in life. Um, But I am back as promised to do a podcast episode speaking specifically to our recent wedding experience, but more importantly, and how it might apply to more folks Um, how you can kind of take some of my lessons learned and some of the things that I went in uh, with as goals and as game plans and kind of fold those into maybe your real life experiences, whether that is a wedding that you've got coming up or um, yourself or that of your daughters uh, or of a friend's or if you've just got a big event, I think these are really good pieces of advice. So thanks for joining me. I'm excited. So where do I begin? Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like I'm speaking to you from smack dab in the middle of a fairy tale, to be honest. It's really, it's not one of those Disney princess cartoon fairy tales, uh, but it's more like one of those realistic, nothing is perfect, and at the same time, everything is perfect kind of fairy tale. I think the show Once Upon a Time, if you've ever seen it, is a great example. And if you're not familiar with it, the, the rough premise is that fairy tale characters in their subsequent stories are dropped from their fanciful books and movies into real-life setting full of real-life complications and real-life joys. And that's really where I'm at right now. Um, I feel like Snow White, who's just having a string of bad hair days. <laughs> so, um, so I'll take it. I feel like I'm the you know one of the most fortunate girls, and this is a really special time in our lives, so... I'm happy to be able to share some of it with you guys. So if you are new here and you wonder what the heck I'm jabbering about, let me get you quickly up to speed. So I married the love of my life on Saturday, October 24th, 2015, in the middle of one of those torrential Texas rainstorms that you might have heard about. There was lots of flooding. We um, decided to go with our plan and we stood under this divinely formed natural pecan tree cathedral alongside the Concho River in San Angelo, Texas. Um, It's uh, where Austin is from. And Austin and I were engaged for about one year. And as a girl who hadn't really done any pre-wedding or pre-engagement wedding planning, um, it was a real learning process. There were some curveballs, but I held on for the ride and enjoyed it. Above all, Austin and I wanted to make sure that during the whole process, you know, we really set the tone at the very beginning because we've seen folks really get carried away with some of the details and kind of lose touch of what's most important. So we set the tone and we wanted to make sure that we, number one, honored each other, honored the meaning behind the upcoming union. You know, we really stayed focused on the marriage, not necessarily just the wedding. Um, And that we truly honored our family. Family's really important to the two of us. Um, And so we wanted to make sure that they really felt like they were involved um, and really taken into account. Um, We went so far as actually in our vows, we both decided to also incorporate something we wanted to say to each other's families because we do believe it's that important. 
So we went in also with the goals to keep stress at bay as much as possible to maintain our health above all. Um, and then to really cherish each and every special moment. We wanted to keep our eye on the prize and the true meaning behind all the sweet events. So while I'd say that we did an excellent job of staying true to our major goals, the details really, in hindsight, they were all fuzzy and they were all moving. Um, and they few of them wound up where we thought they would end up. So it was really a classic story of doing your best to control what you can control and then having faith for the rest of it. So today, I really want to zoom in on just one aspect of wedding planning. And it came up a lot in the last year um, in conversations with you guys via social media and emails. And now that the dust has settled, I'm really ready to share some of my thoughts on the subject. I want to talk about three things today. First, I want to talk about wedding health and fitness goals, how to actually set yourself up for healthy success, and then probably most important, how to manage your expectations. So, you know, it's kind of a micro look at the wedding, um, but I think, it's, I think it's probably the stuff folks really want to know. And if you're more curious about our exact day, as soon as we get photos back from the photographer, I'm planning on posting, uh, publishing a blog post all about the wedding. So if you're curious, I'll have all the stuff there, um, and it'll be, it'll be fun to relive it with you guys. So, okay, wedding goals, first and foremost. And the wedding goals I'm talking about here, I want to address this head on. These are the ones where folks are, have goals regarding how they're going to look on the wedding day, whether you're the bride, um, a family member, or an attendee. So first of all, I completely understand the desire to look your best on your wedding day. You know, it's a day that you'll probably have photographed more than any other, and you really want to feel amazing. I totally get that. And that being said, I want to address that some of these, you know, some of these wedding goals, I feel like they've become so commonplace that they've lost their bearing on reality and practicality. So what I mean by that, I can't tell you how many people came up to me before, you know, in the last year, uh, before the wedding and asked me a series of questions. They were usually, so how much weight are you planning to lose for the wedding? Are you going to go through any kind of a skin regimen to get ready for the big day? Do you have a goal dress size? You know, what diet are you going to follow? Are you trying any new workout stuff? So let me tell you a little bit about my background so you know why that kind of caught me off guard. Um, and also tell you about where I'm at right now so you know I'm not, you know, somebody that really, you know, I'm not saying that everybody needs this kind of advice, but let me give you a little background. So for about 15 years, starting when I was in late middle school, early high school, so that's around the eighth grade, I was a slave to food. I hated it, I loved it, and I let it rule my entire life. I'd binge, hate my body, restrict, and reward it all with food. So my body made huge swings during that time, and by the time that I graduated from college, I was at my most unhealthy state. I am about five foot seven inches, so average height, maybe a little tall. Um, and when I was at my most unhealthy when I graduated from the college, I was about 145 pounds and I wore a size 10, 12 dress. So on a girl that size, that tall, you know, I looked, I looked fine. I mean, I carried everything well. Um, but under the surface, I had debilitating joint pain. I couldn't stay awake during class or a drive. 
and really just all over, I felt crummy. So after about six years of going paleo, um, finding balance within paleo, and then really freeing myself from the control that food had over me, I've never been healthier or happier. My body, um, about five years ago, I guess, five to six years ago, settled in at its more natural state. I'm now, I weigh about 135 pounds, so only 10 pounds less than before. And that's really due to the fact that I gained muscle um, and lost inflammation. So not a, not a significant weight difference, which is a theme that comes up over and over here if you're a regular listener. Um, and I ended up, I went from a size 10, 12 to a size 2, 4 dress. Um, but best of all, my joint pain was really a thing of the past. So I tell you all of that so you know background information. As a relatively fit woman, I was pretty surprised when folks would ask me about my wedding dress size or wedding weight loss goals. I, didn't, I don't have any weight to lose. And I'm at a size that is the size I'm meant to be. I think if I ever got any smaller, um, it would be a, a problem. Um, so that was pretty interesting. And my skin has never looked better, man. I just feel like a million bucks. And I realized that when most people, you know, they see, they see talking about wedding goals like that as a way to communicate with brides, you know, it's, it's kind of a conversation starter, you know, well, what are you going to do for the wedding? What are you gonna do to get ready for the wedding? And really what I want to get, what I'm trying to get at is I want you to, I want to prepare you for those kinds of conversations, because regardless of what you look like or how you're feeling, um, you're probably going to get these questions and it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. You're totally fine the way you are and it is totally okay for you to say, nope, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to keep eating the way I eat, keep taking care of myself the way I like to take care of myself and I've never felt better. That's totally fine. I never restricted myself pre-wedding and I really... I had, I had to, when people would ask me those questions, it brought up some of those old, you know, demons that I had from my past of people taking note and me thinking, oh my goodness, is there something I need to do? And I put my foot down. I refused to let food take control over my life again. So I look great. Austin thinks I'm beautiful. Um, I'm, I know I'm fit. I'm keeping up in everything that I want to do. So I just want you to know, don't feel pressured into jumping into anything. So all that to say once more, when thinking about goals for your wedding or your daughter's wedding or your friend's wedding, I have one sincere recommendation. I want you to audit yourself first. So before you make any commitments to a new diet or regimen, though you may lose weight in inches, try to ask yourself, are you going to be restricting yourself so much that you will be left with food addictions after. So if that's the case, then I say it's not worth it because the lingering effects of a food addiction switch turned on, that is so much harder to turn off, especially if you've restricted yourself and you become more obsessed with the way you're looking. That is, that's a difficult switch to turn off. It's definitely doable. I've done it. I've done it numerous times. And I've just happened to settle into a really great place in the last five to six years where that switch has been completely off. But I just want you to know that there is a light at the end of this tunnel. People will stop asking you about what you're doing to get ready for the wedding. Remember that you are beautiful, and if you feel great, then you keep doing that. So next thing I want to talk about is 
you know, now that we kind of have that piece done, how to actually set yourself up for healthy success. So now that we've called out, you know, that elephant in the room, the wedding weight loss goal elephant, I think it's time to talk about ways you can truly set yourself up for a healthy wedding experience. There are some really great healthy avenues to staying healthy. So first and foremost, it's going to come as no surprise to regular listeners, but when in doubt, opt for paleo-friendly choices. As you guys know, my background is in, um, you know, really broad nutrition, but I really believe in a lot of the paleo principles. Um, And that, really the foundation of that being eat mostly vegetables and really healthy proteins. So opt for leafy greens at every meal if possible. Starchy vegetables are great two to three times a day, like potatoes and squash. Um, Try to opt for non-breaded proteins, some fruits, and healthy fats. And then just try to not go overboard with alcohol, paleo-friendly sweets, or those gluten-free foods. And I'm really looking at you, corn chips, gluten-free foods. (laughs) Um, So just keep that in mind. When in doubt, go paleo. Um, next, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So just because you ate a piece of regular gluten filled cake at a shower thrown in your honor by your sweet cousins does not mean that your healthy streak has come to an end. Okay. Don't further punish yourself by gorging on more cake until you cry. So enjoy, I encourage you to enjoy these special times and know that they're going to some of your addictions to sugar and grains and the effects of gluten, those things will all be turned on and you will have to get past it. But you, you can indulge in one or two servings and, and rip the Band-Aid back off. It'll all be fine. Which brings me to my next point. Go into those situations with a food recovery game plan. Okay, so what's a game plan that I employ sometimes when I eat foods I didn't plan to eat? You know, I went to a shower and they planned these beautiful desserts. They were so gorgeous and they were delicious. One of them was like the Snickers cheesecake and it was a shower thrown in my honor. And like heck, am I going to walk out of there without enjoying a piece of that cheesecake? Um, So what I did though is I went in with a game plan. I said, I'm going to eat some stuff and then afterwards I'm going to have lots of water. I'm going to have some leafy greens cooked if I can get it because then it just is more dense and I can get more in me. Um, And then I'm going to employ self-control because when that sugar addiction switch is turned back on it you just you crave I know you've been there you crave more sugar more chocolates whatever you can get your hands on another glass of wine and I just had to tell myself that those cravings are going to come up more so in the next few days because I ate all this stuff and I had the champagne and the cake so I'm learning to anticipate those cravings and not give into them and not think that this is a part of the wedding process right Um, so I just went in knowing that I was going to recover and it was fine. The sooner you pull the bandaid off and you employ that recovery plan, the sooner you'll feel better. Speak up early. So when talking to people who are planning events for you, I was, I mean, I'm still in awe and I feel just, like I said, like I'm in a fairy tale. Friends and family threw us, gosh, we had four showers three showers and I can't remember now it's <laughs> like I said it's a blur um but they threw us a number of showers and parties and bridal luncheons and all these wonderful things and I was just so 
honored and touched that people wanted to do so much for us. Um, but because I, before they even said anything, folks asked what we were planning on doing for the wedding. And we were, I just let them know, like the, our plans, we wanted it to be a healthy wedding. And so people started asking questions about how they could make some of those events healthy, you know? So don't be shy about letting them know what foods you love. You could say vegetables, non-breaded proteins, and non-breaded desserts. Um, and then from there, you can really set the tone with your wedding decisions, right? So healthy wedding decisions will breed healthy wedding pre-activities. So here are some examples. Choose a menu for your wedding day that you love and that will make you feel good, okay? We had uh, food trucks at our wedding. One of them was a barbecue food truck, and they served all gluten-free foods. They had um, coleslaw and pulled pork and turkey, and we they actually cooked up some Franklin's briskets. If you ever been to Franklin's Barbecue in Austin, Texas, we got our hands on like 17 of those briskets. It was so delicious. Um, so they helped serve that. Um, another truck, we had a menu of these uh, gluten-free um, uh, pork belly tacos, fish tacos, deviled eggs, Brussels sprouts, this watermelon salad. I mean, all just really, really delicious foods that nobody in the crowd knew was necessarily on the healthy side. So set the tone by the menu that you choose. You can also opt for a gluten-free wedding cake. I just want you to know that's an option. Um, if that's something that's important to you. Uh, there are some incredible bakeries that are just popping up all over the place and they make really great gluten-free cakes. Ours was made by a bakery in San Antonio, Texas, which is where Austin and I live. Um, it's called Bird Bakery and they did a wonderful job. Um, and then another decision you can make wedding related wise for that wedding day. If you're having, if you are going to have a bar um, mix those sugar-loaded bar mixers. Nobody needs those. You don't need sweet and sour. You don't need all the other stuff. Serve fresh juices or club sodas with the liquors and wine. Um, and then, of course, there will be exceptions, and you want your guests to all feel loved, so know that we still had Coca-Cola and beer for folks who wanted something like that. But, you know, we, we made healthier strides by not having sugar-loaded mixers. Okay, next up, other ways to really set yourself up for healthy success. Schedule activities, active activities with your friends and family. So you're probably going to have a lot of time with friends and family leading up to the big day, which was probably one of my most favorite parts of the whole thing, um, was spending time with everybody. So choose hangouts that will keep you moving instead of meeting up at a bar you know, in the afternoon. So here's some examples. Um, you could go for walks and hikes at nearby trails. So let's say if you get a hold of everybody and say, we're going to meet up in the morning, bring your to-go coffee and join me for an early morning walk. You know, what a great way to get moving starting off. You may you don't have to go for a five mile run or anything crazy like that, but just get moving and kind of set the tone that we want to go spend time together. We're going to walk around for 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Uh, schedule drop-ins at yoga and CrossFit in whatever town you're getting married and you might be surprised who takes you up on it. I can't tell you, and especially for the bride or the mother or whoever's feeling maybe um, the weight of all the events, working out, even though you may like look at your schedule and you'd say, there's no way I'm going to be able to go to a CrossFit gym the day before the wedding um, or the two days before the wedding or whatever it is, find a way to make it happen. I can't tell you how much I dropped in at a CrossFit gym in San Angelo, Texas. Um... 
I can't tell you how much that class really helped to clear my head and make me feel like me before the wedding. So I encourage you to stick with it. Uh, you can go golfing or go play tennis depending on your hobbies and habits. Um, and then also note, those are all kind of wedding week activities, but as far as planning your bachelorette or bachelor party, I recommend you choose an activity that will kind of get you out into the world. Though trips to Vegas and the beach are a lot of fun, you may, if you want to stay moving, you know, so to continue to propel that you feeling your best, um, which is the ultimate goal, ask if you can do something active. You know, about a dozen of my friends really surprised me when they all agreed to join me in New Hampshire for a long hike up to Franconia Ridge. It's a beautiful point on the Appalachian Trail. The first day of the hike was actually a pretty strenuous six hours. And then we stayed in one of their super cool and accommodating huts up there, the Greenleaf Hut. And then we took a two-hour hike or so back down the next day. And I can't tell you how great it felt to get that fun, active experience and workout in before you know we went out for a couple nights in Boston. So just find a way to squeeze it in and make it a part of the activities. You know, and before I forget, even the wedding is part of setting the tone. You know, I, people knew that I wanted it to be kind of a healthy, happy experience. And my sisters, uh, my one of my sisters, Kimberly, who I've actually had on the show here before, Kimberly Dunn, she's a country music singer. She planned a yoga morning for us the two days before the wedding in the barn that we were going to have the reception. She got um, hired a local yoga teacher to come out and lead a yoga class for all of the ladies involved in the wedding, which was really special. Okay, next, ways to really help yourself feel healthy healthy during um, big events like this. Last two, drink water like never before. I know I sound like a broken record, but if you're and if you're already a solid water drinker, this may not be an issue, but I have to tell you, it kind of was for me. I would get so consumed with my to-do lists, wedding to-do lists and keeping up some of my work stuff and everything, and then with all of our travel, that I totally neglect my water bottle, and then I really felt the effects later on. It would make me sleepy, um, I wasn't as productive, I wasn't as aware. So I encourage you to make a conscious effort even more than before. And remember, if you're trying to figure out how much water to drink, your body weight divided by two equals an approximate ounces of water a day. Okay, and next, continue to make sleep a priority. You know how important it is. Just keep it up, and it will help keep you in ship shape. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about today, managing your expectations. And the way you can read that is, you know, the subtitle there is to get a head start on stress management. Okay, you can get ahead of stress by managing your expectations ahead of time. So, just as a note, if you're getting married, and if nobody has told you, let me just put it out there, um, not everything is going to go your way, and the worst thing you can do for your health and the health of everyone around you is to let it get under your skin, okay? So, these are my lessons learned and things that I tried to employ. So, this is just my personal perspective where I'm coming from here. This is really the mindset portion of this show. But I encourage you to think of the twists and turns as blessings from above. You know, kind of like a surprise present that you weren't expecting, but that you love because you know how much thought was put into it. So when people looked at me with fear in their eyes on the day of the wedding, when the weather kept getting wetter and wetter and windier and colder, 
Um, you know, they looked at me just kind of thinking that I was, they're walking on eggshells around me. I would just smile and say, whatever weather we're given, I'm going to love it because that is the experience we're supposed to have. I'm good with it. I'm good with anything. And really after all the trials and hiccups, uh, for example, we realized that almost two days later, I didn't even wear my veil during the ceremony. We totally forgot it. I, you know, I mean, just everything, like all the, all the little details were all up in the air. They were all fuzzy and we grabbed the ones we could find and everything that didn't get touched was fine. Nobody knows. And we had a great time anyways. Um, but you know what I heard more than anything else at our wedding was people couldn't believe how calm and cool we were, quote, you know, considering the circumstances. So remember that it's all about attitude and remember that you set the tone for the whole experience. So if you want a healthy, happy, stress-free wedding, it starts with you and your choices. That goes with you setting the tone for Nope, I'm not going to kill myself with a pre-wedding workout regimen because I'm already awesome. Or I would love for this to be as healthy as possible. You know, and maybe people will put put salads on menus instead of fried chicken. Um, You know, the day of the wedding, people bought Chick-fil-A while we were all getting ready, Chick-fil-A nuggets. And they brought me a side of grilled chicken nuggets because they know that grilled will just make me happier. You know, word had already gotten around. So it... The tone starts with you and your choices. And remember that it's not all going to go as planned and people around you are going to stress anyways on your behalf. So at the end of the day, realize what you can control and enjoy the ride of all the things that you can't. So that is about all I have time for today, folks. But know that as soon as I get those photos back from our photographer, I will publish a special blog post for anyone who's curious and would like to see and read more. Um, And before I sign off, before I forget, um, I know some of you are curious about my married name. And although I am officially taking my husband's last name, I have decided to keep my last name of Garcia for all things fed and fit. So any publications that might be coming out in the future, it'll be on there as Cassie Joy Garcia. So thanks everybody for listening. Thanks also, I know I've said it before, but for really being with us through that whole experience, it really meant a lot. I feel like I have a very large extended family at this point. So it it means the world to us um, and excited to be back in the saddle. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.